Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing today? How are we doing today? Welcome to day 43. Today we're talking about a crisis of roles, a crisis of roles. I'm talking about men and women, a crisis of roles. And I'm talking about parents, fathers and mothers, the crisis of roles. Today I'm coming from Psalms chapter 100 verse 3. Let's pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity to come before your people. Lord, Heavenly Father, bring clarity, bring understanding, bring peace. Lord, Heavenly Father, bring us together for one common good. In Jesus' name, amen. This right here is a little, a little heavy for me. Psalms 100 and Psalms 100. Verse three, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. And with that being said, he knows our role. He knows why he made us. He knows the specific role that he's given us as men and the specific role he has given us as women. And we're just going to jump right into it. And the crisis of role is a very relevant topic, especially in these days. You know, what things were for our grandparents or our great grandparents or our great great grandparents <laughs> for some of us, the generation seems to be running into each other but what is what it was for the 50 and 60 year old people is not what it is for the 30 and 40 year old people and what it is for the 30 and 40 year old people is not what it is for the 20 year olds you got 20 year olds with 35 and 40 year old grandparents who don't want to be called grandma or grandpa because it makes them feel old or, or, or they just feel better being called something else. And, and the 40 year old grandmother isn't even in the house like it was back in the day. And so much has changed. Men and women used to have eight and ten head of children and the husband would go out and work while the wife stayed home and raised the children and as the children got older they would go out and work but now the grandmothers are so busy getting their getting their groove on getting their hair done getting their nails done and enjoying life as they should but the dynamic of the family has changed now and now you have some of the 20 year olds guys sitting home and playing the game while the woman goes out and works. And now the women are independent of the men when it used to be that they were dependent on each other. Somebody had to work while the other raised the children. And for some guys, that's OK. And I'm not putting nobody down if that's the way your household runs then that's the way your household runs but that's not the way men were made we were not made to sit home and nurture children we were made to protect and provide and i must stand on that so men are uh, they they are left with this 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 
not the way they are left with this being. Uh, I don't know how I want to say that. Anyway, I remember it being when the 40 and 50 year olds, it was not that we lost our way. And I do understand the cost of living has skyrocketed. You know, I understand that everything is not what it used to be. I know you used to be able to get uh, food for this price. I know you used to be able to get this, a car for that price. And I understand that things have skyrocketed. And now it takes two incomes in a household just to even make it in some cases. But we got to go back to our maker. We got to go back to the one with the blueprint. We got to go back to him because he knows everything that he's supposed to, that he set in order for our lives. And that's not. The truth is that men got misplaced. Wanting to make babies and leave. And do their own thing. And for others, the government assistance. Bought more money in the house than the man could. And he was dismissed, leaving women to play both roles. And they evolved over the years and have become CEOs of major companies and business owners making twice what the men make. And, 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 and she degrades the man and tells him, I don't need you and you can't do anything for me. And the men have been raised in fatherless households and have become what they were raised by. Rather, that's. Music that they listen to, the mother that they listen to, or who by default is nurturing and have coddled the child only. And she has told him to go out and work and make it happen. But he has not seen a man be a man. So what example he sees in a man is the example that he follows. And that's not all men. I'm not speaking for all men, but some men have fallen victim of a fatherless household and the streets have put their stamp of approval on that child. And they have grown to become men who have no idea of structure and they have children. And the younger the generations get and, and, and the, the weaker they become. Second Timothy chapter three verses one through seven says. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. 
They will be self-servers and have great riches and will constantly be learning but never obtaining the knowledge of the truth. The truth will not be found among them. Mm -mm -mm. What is the greatest money maker in our society today? I would say it was knowledge. Everybody's selling knowledge. Everybody's selling knowledge. And it sells. Knowledge sells. Because people always want to know what's next, what's next, what's next. And people always want to buy a way to get ahead. And there is nothing wrong with getting ahead. But we have to understand by what authority are we getting ahead. Because God says, I give you power to get wealth. But he also says, of all you're getting, get an understanding. And money in, in, in and of itself is not evil. But the love of money drives men to do unthinkable things in pursuit of it. What happened if we what what happened if we chased our children like we chased that bag? What happened if we were faithful to our women as we are committed to getting paid? Money doesn't make the world go round, but yet though it still is good to have while the world is going around. I understand that we have to provide, but at what point does providing overshadow being the protector? Our women and children need us to protect them and their innocence. We are supposed to be the teachers. And how do we teach? By example. We teach by example. Whatever man you are to your wife. <laughs> sets the standard for your daughter. And likewise with the boys. Whatever kind of man he sees you be to his mother. Will be the man that he is aspired to be. To his child's mother. Mm. It's a chain reaction. And when you look in other households outside of the black community. You see husbands and wives stay together. And the children never even know that the marriage is over. Until they get grown and are out of the house. And the two parents say stay under the same roof. And they live like they are still in love. Not for themselves. But for who? For the children. The children get 17 and 18 years old and the parents separate huh? and they are destroyed. But what they didn't know was that the marriage was over years ago. Mm. Why? Because they care for their children. They don't argue in front of them and they and, and they keep it together as long as they can until they just can't anymore. And yes, that may sound like it's a bad thing, giving children a false sense of hope, but they are not committed to themselves. They are committed to raising the next generation to excel in life. Mm. They play the role very well. <laughs> and they will have a smile on their face and everything for the sake of their children. I'm not saying they are right by doing that, but I am saying that they instill morals in their children by putting them first. And even if they don't stay together, they have court appointed arrangements set up and they follow them. Not all of them, but most of them. Men are men. Our role in the woman's life 
and our children's life are so important, we can't say we are going to come and get our children and then never show up. It's not okay for the mothers to keep the child away from their fathers. We have courts that will give men rights to their children, but men are too to macho to go down there and see, and they would rather pay the child support and be done with it. Or they would rather just not pay the child support and be done with it. <laughs> but that's being vindictive. Talking about I'm not giving that woman my money so that they can go out and party with it. How about give them the money and demand the rights to the child? Our responsibility is to give that child every opportunity to excel in life, every opportunity to have both parents, every opportunity to know the male perspective and the female perspective. Not only men go absent, women do also. I know because I raised my child from I raised my first child by myself, so I understand how it's not just a one-sided thing that women also go absent. Mm. So I'm not really picking on the men right here. I'm just stating the, the, the obvious. That the role of the man is important to the growth and stability of that child. Just like the mother's responsibility is. The children need both parents interacting with them so that they can get a full sense, a full sense of what they are looking for, who they need to be, and all these other aspects. A crisis of roles is what this is. It's a crisis of roles. And I know I stumbled across this. All the way to the end. I was stumbling all the way. I was stumbling all the way because it, it was so baffling. As my eyes began to see what's really happening in our communities. TV is raising the children. The streets is raising the children. Nobody has time to sit and talk no more. Nobody, everybody's so busy being busy too. They don't have time mm, to be parents. They don't have time um, to, to, to sit down and form structure in the household. They don't have time to teach their children what the Bible says or who or what the man's supposed to be and what the woman's supposed to be. Nobody has time anymore. To take 10 minutes out of every day to set the foundation in their home. Because we're so busy. We got to go to work. We got to go get this bag. We got to go make this page. Look, we got something to do. We need to go to the store and get these groceries. I ain't got time to be sitting here and explaining every single thing to you because I got so much to do. But when are we going to put our children first? They are the future. They are the future. When we gone, they are going to be the wisdom that's left in the earth. 
So you telling me you're going to take all that knowledge and all that wisdom you got. And you're going to keep it to yourself and you ain't going to give it to your children. Everything you went through that, that, that made you the man or made you the woman that you are today, you're going to keep that to yourself and you ain't going to feed your children what's going to give them life. What's going to help them in the long run. You're not going to sit down at the dinner table and, and hash it out and let them know what's what. Let them know that this world is real. Let them know that people can be fake. I'm talking about so fake as the Jordans that some people wear. So fake. So fake. They need the man and the woman. And I understand that some men ain't around and, 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 and there is no hope for them of them ever coming back into that child's life. And I understand that some women ain't around and there is no hope of them ever coming back into that child's life. But, and I know that, trust me, everybody did the best that they could. I did the best that I could with my child. I did the best that I could with them. And I know that there are parents that did the best that they could with their child. And they couldn't make the other parent be who the other parent didn't want to be. But I want to ask a question. Did you demand it from them? Or did you keep your children from them? That's kind of heavy on me today. That's kind of heavy on me today. And I never kept my child away from his mother. In fact, I always sought for them to have a relationship. And I understand that you cannot make a person do what they are not willing to do or what they don't know how to do. Sometimes it's easier just to walk away. And I know this is kind of heavy, but I had to go here today. A crisis arose, day 43, and we continuing on. We growing through this. We growing through this. We growing through this. We gonna grow through this. Every subject ain't supposed to be easy. Every topic ain't supposed to be peaches and cream. Sometimes we have to talk about the hard thing. Because some things need to be healed in some people. So that we can go forward. How else can we go forward? If we don't take the time to talk about what has happened. And what is currently happening. It's time to be healed. It's time to be whole. It's time to get it right. And I know you can't do it by yourself. It takes willing parties. But don't be the person 
that's just gonna no, no, I'm not giving you, I'm not letting you see my ch- don't be that. Don't be that parent. Don't be that parent. Because sometimes that child need to see what not to be. Sometimes that child need to see exactly who and where they come from. Why they have these mannerisms and why they act like this or why they act like that. Why they got so much anger and why they so disoriented and and why they got the habits that they have. Sometimes. We sometimes us as parents have to look back to what wasn't done for us or what happened to us or what happened with us and how we are sometimes walking in that same walking down that same path. We have to catch ourselves, we have to check ourselves. And we have to come back and get ourselves together. Some people just be trying to get themselves together before they can go even talk to their children. But sometimes it ain't it ain't even about you getting yourself together because children don't care about money. They don't care about none of that stuff. All they want is your time. They want your time. They want your time. And you got so much wisdom. Because of what you did wrong. You got so much wisdom because of where you had to go and what you had to do. You have so much wisdom because of what you went through to impart into those children. Don't be the guy that's just going to let his son run the streets. Don't be that. Don't be the guy that's just going to let his daughter see any kind of man. Don't be the, don't be the woman. Don't be the girl. That's just gonna, just gonna let her son not ever see what a mother's supposed to be. Don't ever be that that woman that not pay attention to her daughter because her daughter needs her in her life. Day forty three, a crisis arose. That's it. Let's pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, I thank you right now for this message. I thank you right now for this word. I thank you for conviction, oh, Heavenly Father. I thank you for understanding. I thank you for wisdom. I thank you for knowledge. I thank you for peace, oh, Heavenly Father. I thank you that parents are coming back to themselves. I thank you, oh, Heavenly Father, that marriages are being reset. I thank you right now, oh, Heavenly Father, that moms and dads, oh, Heavenly Father, even in their separated states, are coming together in unity for one common goal for what common purpose and that's for the betterment of the children oh heavenly father not that they have to get back together oh heavenly father but they each have something to impart into that child i thank you oh heavenly father that everyone is starting to see what a breakdown of structure is they're starting to see what a breakdown of family is they're starting to see oh heavenly father things are being revealed things are being their understanding is being enlightened, O oh Heavenly Father, and they're coming back to themselves, O oh Father God, because they know what ain't right. 
I thank you, O Heavenly Father, that you're touching every heart. I thank you that you're touching every mind. I thank that you that you're touching each and every one, right where they are, O Heavenly Father, that they're going to play the part that they are responsible for. And that they are going to come out from under the shroud that they have been under for so long. And they are going to come to their children and be exactly what they need to be for them, which is present. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Y'all have a blessed day.